Hi, I'm Dr. Fidelio, and this is Go Beyond Greatness, Season 2, Episode 5. Today, I have the pleasure of interviewing a fabulous person. Sylvia Morales is the mother of the sweetest and most hilarious boy and girl twins. Uh, motherhood is truly the greatest gift she has ever been given. In addition to being a mother, she works in public relations and teaches yoga. She has her bachelor's degree in Spanish from the University of Texas Pan American with minors in kinesiology and film studies. She has two yoga certifications, 500 hour Hatha yoga certification from Sunstone Yoga and 200 hour, am I saying this right? Vinyasa Tai Chi? Vinyasa Tai Chi, yes. So Vinyasa means Okay, so Vinyasa Tai Chi certification from American Power Yoga. She has been teaching yoga for 11 years and practicing for 17. She's also a certified nutrition advisor and fit core Pilates instructor. She is my hero when it comes to fitness instruction. Um, in 2013, she was literally hit by a car while she was walking, which brought her an even deeper gratitude and appreciation for life, love, and laughter. Change truly is the only constant in life, which is why it's so important to embrace it and just flow with it. Oh. You can yeah, flow with it. You gotta flow. <laughs> you have to. You can connect with her at Yogi Sil, Yogini Sil, so that's Y-O-G-I-N-I-S-Y-L, Yogini Sil on Instagram under Sylvia Morales on Facebook. And to get in touch directly with her, you can email her at yoginisil, and that's Y-O-G-I-N-I-S-Y-L at outlook.com. Please welcome Sylvia. Hi. <laughs> Thank Honored you to be so here much for coming um, and doing this. I'm really excited. I'm really honored. So tell me. Thank you about yourself and how did you get into the yoga industry just in, in general, like the early beginnings? So, okay, so in order to kind of tell my story, like everyone knows me, I think kind of 18 years after the fact. So I think it's important to acknowledge where I was 18 years ago as a 21 year old. And I always joke that yoga ruined my life because <laughs> it did. People are like, what is she talking about? But yoga ruined the side of me that was self-destructive. Yoga ruined the side of me that had terrible thoughts about myself. Yoga ruined the side of me that was just negative all the time. So yoga ruined my old life, right? Wow. Really and so I was living in Austin, I was 21, and I made friends with Max, my a good friend of mine to this day. Um, and he was, and I know like, I'm a firm believer that God places people in your path for a purpose on purpose. And I know exactly the reason why God put this person in my path because I was meant to be put on this path. And he asked me, my friend Max asked me three of the most important questions that I've ever been asked because up until that point, I was a really self-destructive, kind of angry and negative person. And so, you know, one of the one of the first questions he had asked me was, I used to smoke a pack of cigarettes a day. Believe it or not, a lot of people don't know that. 
And I like to make sure people know, like I used to smoke a pack of cigarettes a day and I'll try to be brief. And so he had asked me, he's like, what don't you like about yourself that you smoke? And at 21, I was like, whatever, you know, I was like, I was indignant. I, I didn't think, I, you know, anything. I was like, I like myself, it's fine. But fact of the matter is, cigarettes have rat poison in them and a bunch of other chemicals that will slowly kill you. And so after that, that question just kind of burned in the back of my mind. And so the next question that he had asked me was to pay attention to my breath. That one at the time seemed like the most ridiculous thing I had ever heard. So I was like, pay attention to the way that I breathe. It's like I breathe every day. Like, I don't need to pay <laughs> Until you recognize how important and how vital breathing is. Like, there isn't a single human bodily function that can occur within the body, within the human body, unless you breathe. Like, we, like, nothing within our body will function if we're not breathing so it does bode well for us to pay attention to the way that we breathe and so the third question they asked me was to meditate and I had never meditated before I was 21 I was living in Austin and I mean of course you know it's Austin right and um I had never meditated and that first time that I meditated it was one of the very very first times that I knew what it was like to just feel peace and still, and I felt like this amazed, just love. I'd never felt that calm and peaceful in my life. And I thought, wow, you know, there's something to this. And so long story short, um, I ended up moving to Dallas and my friend ended up moving to Bali. That's another story, it's another adventure. And um, while I was in Dallas, I, you know, got more into yoga and quit smoking and that was a battle like I and I'm really on open about that like it was on and off it's just really been about the past six years that I haven't like touched a single cigarette like I could go two years without smoking and then something would happen and I'd smoke for three months and then I'd get back on the wagon right mm -hmm. and so and I'm open about that because everyone thinks all oh, of it like you have this like perfect yogi life but there are struggles in between that and it's getting back to the path that's so important so um, I ended up having a friend that kind of took me under her wing and she helped me get my first yoga certification and it was really life transforming and even my first yoga class um, it felt as though everything in my in my body and my soul like I just it clicked I felt home in my body for the very very first time and I was it was magical for me and I didn't learn until later that the word asana literally, literally translates into to take one's seat. Oh, so wow. Within your body, you take a seat within that junk, that noise, and you learn to fall behind it so that it doesn't trip you up and it doesn't get you stuck. So, you know, people, people see me now that I've created and built a life that I love because I have worked at it. It's not like I read one book and I did one yoga training and my life is peachy keen. No, I have to get on my mat every day. I have to put the work in every single day. I have to make a conscious choice every single day that when crap happens, because it inev inevitably does, I'm not gonna go pick up a cigarette because I always had a reason to smoke, really an excuse, right? So I have to make the conscious choice every day to choose 
my healthy habits that I've created and that, you know, now they're more like second nature, but I still have to be conscious of, you know, my, am I being reactive to situations or proactive towards mm -hmm. situations? And, you know, that's just, it, it's been a continual training of, of my mindset over the past 18 years now. And it, it literally all started way back when in 2001 in Austin, Texas. So, you know, it's not, it's not like one straight line. Like it's got, you know, it's got its ups and downs and that's why so you have to flow with it because even when you get tripped up, those little hiccups, those challenges, they're, they're there to serve you. You can't just throw your hands up and say, I give up. It's like, okay, you can either be subjective and fall into victim mode and be like, oh, I me," or say, yes, me. This is here to serve as a purpose for me to grow, for me to learn, not for me to throw in the towel. And every lesson that I learned, it allows me to share those challenges with other people that are going through their own challenges so they can see, you know what? Oh, hey, everybody struggles mm -hmm. and everybody's able to overcome them in their own way. And I think it's really important that people share their struggles, not just the like the happy parts of their life, mm -hmm. but the parts that are the parts that are difficult, the parts that are aren't happy. Mm -hmm. I think that for a lot of people, they especially nowadays, um, we're so surrounded with energy drinks and uh, sugar and just a bunch of things that just get our minds going, 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 going. And I think that adds to the natural day-to-day -day stress that we already endure and put our bodies through. And uh, I, I like what you said, that you lay it all out on the mat. You, you know, you just go back to that. And for many people, they don't have, um, they don't have like the gift of singing or they don't have the gift of writing, um, but they have, a mat that they can do these, um, you know, poses. And one thing that we can all do that we're really blessed to be able to do is, you know, we have our hands and we have our feet and we have our mind and our, our breathing and, and all of that. And it's such a simplistic thing that I think we take for granted sometimes that, that we can, you know, balance ourselves using yoga. And that was like, I like in the bio, I mentioned like I got hit by a car. Literally, I was walking. My car was a few feet away from me. I looked both ways before crossing the street. And before I knew it, like I tried to stand up and I couldn't and I had been hit by a car. And when you go through an experience like that, it's, you know, I had been an incredibly physically active person and I had already been studying yoga for about I think like seven or eight years by that point and it was it was kind of like my moment of truth because I felt at that time that I was living in this very very deep gratitude but when I looked up my stairs to get into my apartment and I literally had to be carried up the stairs because I couldn't walk up my stairs it was a really really humbling experience and it put me in check and I was like wow I will never ever take another step that I take for granted. And instead of playing the woe is me card, I was like, okay, I, I literally looked up and said, okay, God, what do you want me to learn from this experience? And I opened my heart and I opened my mind to it. And I gave myself the time to heal. I was loving and compassionate and kind towards myself. And a lot of people were angry at the lady that hit me. And I was like, guys, it's not like she woke up this morning and purposely decided she was gonna hit somebody with her car. It was an accident. 
And I said, let's allow this to teach us so many lessons because oh, that's hard. That's so hard. Yeah. She was in a hurry. Yeah. Right. She was paying attention. She wasn't paying attention. And how many times have you rushed? How many times have I rushed? So many times. Right. And so it reminded me that I needed to slow down. So I said, guys, let's use this as an opportunity to remind us to slow down because we're always in a hurry. And my brother was like, but you could have died. And I'm like, but I didn't. I'm like, I'm still here. And I kind of, hello, sorry. My, I'm still my here. Phone. You're good. Um, I'm still here. And I'm blessed with the fact that, you know what? The accident slowed me down, but it didn't kill me. That's right? true. I, I, could, I could have broken my leg and I didn't. I ended up with the with the you know with the sprained MCL, a ton of bruising. You could see like where my arm thwacked through windshield, and I was, I kind of I found the humor behind it, and I was like, no, getting in my family's like you're so morbid, and I'm like, getting hit by a car was one of the best experiences in my life because it was a true testament to what it means to really forgive, mm -hmm. because it was an accident, and it taught me, like I said, to slow down and all everything that I've learned so far in yoga that was like my sink or swim moment mm -hmm. so for me and, it, and again it was humbling because I realized I was like you know what I had taken my ability to run up and down my stairs for granted and I'll never do that again I'll never take a single like a single breath a single movement anything at all for granted so you know people are like oh you got hit by a girl I'm like yeah it was one of the best experiences of my life you turn home. like something negative into something positive. Yeah, absolutely. And, it's wow. all a matter of perception. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're good. So, what have you learned about how yoga has impacted your life? And what is your most favorite part of yoga? Because there's different parts of yoga. It's almost like ritualistic, like darts. And you have these light movements and then all of a sudden you're breaking a sweat. I'll never forget when I took your class the first time, true story. Um, I remember walking in and I remember it was um, Crunch Fitness in McAllen. Um, I don't know what happened to it, but um, it used to be Crunch Fitness at one time. And, yes. and I remember walking in and saying, oh, there's you know, mats laid out and this is gonna be a yoga class. And I had taken yoga before, but it had been years. And at the time that I first took yoga, I was 180 pounds. I was a size 32. I was wearing medium and medium was baggy. And I was 21 years old. And so it was like, now I was like in my late 20s, pushing 30, kissing 30 at this point and walking in and saying, I can do this at 220 pounds <laughs> and it was the hardest thing I had ever done and I said gosh I used to do this easily why can't I do it anymore and um, my wrists were hurting my ankles or my cankles like everything was hurting me and uh, I remember saying this is it looks so easy and effortless almost like um, ballet like where everything is just so graceful but I was just like puffing and puffing. Um, it was it was a hard class. And so what do you have to say for people that probably want to try it, but are afraid that it's too hard? Um, I, 
the suggestion that I would make, number one, make sure that you've had plenty of water to drink because you want to make sure that your body is hydrated. Number two, talk to the instructor beforehand. Let the instructor know that you're new, that you've never practiced before. Um, usually, like, if there's time, I like to speak to the students, especially like the new students, I'll keep my eyes on them. Um, you know, my suggestion, like, again, depending, everyone is at a different level, um, but start with, you know, at, with like a, like a beginner yoga class, not like a, not a, uh, like a restored class, but just a beginner class and make sure that you introduce yourself to the instructor and just say, you know, hi, my name is Sylvia. I'm brand new to yoga. I've never practiced before. So, you know, if you can make some suggestions, I, you know, I'd, I'd really appreciate it. Um, because I remember, and like, I have a very specific way that I teach because I remember my first few yoga classes mm -hmm. and I remember what it's like to be a new yogi and to be out of breath and have parts of my body screaming at me that I'm not used to having screaming at me. And so that's why usually like I'll show like the, the modifications and then the intensification. So that way the practice can be customized per student and you don't, the beautiful thing about yoga is that it's it's unique to each individual and it doesn't have, you know, you don't have to look like the instructor because the instructor looked like you when, when the instructor first started. And it, there's no ego in yoga. It really is a journey of self-love. And, you know, a lot of people go into it with the idea of weight loss and strength. But what you don't realize is if you really want to lose the weight, you have to lose the weight that's in your mind first. And so the real weight that you're gonna lose is that weight that's been holding your mind down, the weight that's been holding your heart down. Because yoga teaches to let go, yoga teaches to release. And you know, it's a lot of those old limiting beliefs and behaviors that keep us from making healthy habits. I mean, I used to love Wendy's and cigarettes for crying out loud and Coca-Cola. Yeah. I mean, I, w I, was, I was known, ask anybody that knew me back when I was like 18, 19, six, from like 16 to like 19 or 20. Like I, I drank about four Cokes a day and smoked a pack of cigarettes a day. So that's not healthy at all. Mm -hmm. And it was just about that commitment, dropping the weight of old negative behaviors and patterns and thought beliefs, right? And learning to drop that weight, come into self-love so that I could practice and I could be consistent and I could learn to, again, fall behind that noise, fall behind the junk in your mind so you can you can enjoy life and, and be present. And anyone, you can ask anyone that's taken a class with me, they've seen me fall out of my yoga pose. I've fallen oh. down. Oh yeah, teaching, I've fallen. But that's that. That's the beautiful thing about teaching yoga and practicing yoga is that it mirrors life because what happens when you fall down? You yeah, dust yourself up, yourself up and you keep going. And not laughing, I'm like, see guys, I'm like, even after 18 years of practicing and 11 years of being a teacher, sometimes I fall down. And that's okay, that's where non-judgment comes into place. And, not judging yourself and not judging where you are in your practice and sometimes that's your body's way of saying hey like you didn't get enough sleep last night or mm -hmm. if it's a monday i might have had pizza mm -hmm. a day or two 
before, right? Because I have a, a balance of eating nutritiously, but you know what? I do like I do like my pizza every now every now and again. Right? <laughs> Not, I'm saying that I don't ever eat pizza because I, I love to eat pizza, um, but I know better. So there's a there's one of one of the principles in yoga is called brahmacharya, and it's one that I that I practice on a daily basis. And so many people think that the translation of brahmacharya means abstinence. Oh. And true translation of brahmacharya means to walk with God. Wow. And when you walk with God and you hold God's hand, you abstain from negative behavior, right? So you can have a glass of wine, right? Because you're enjoying a nice dinner, but you're not going to drink an entire bottle of wine because you're sad and you're trying to cover up your emotions, right? You're, you can enjoy a slice or two of pizza because it's Friday night, movie night with your family, right? But you're not gonna sit and eat the entire pizza because you're emotionally eating because you, you don't feel good. And you're stuffing your emotions with either food or alcohol. And people do that with, you know, with, with sex too. Like, and they go from one person to the next thinking that's gonna fill some void that is never going to be filled. Mm -hmm. And so again, people think, oh no, I abstinence, no, I, I don't I don't like that one. And it's like, no, it's about honoring yourself. It's about learning how to walk that path because when you walk that path, you honor yourself in your decisions, in the choices that you make, in the people that you surround yourself with, in the food that you eat, and what you in and what you drink, mm -hmm. and what you are mentally consuming as well, because you know, what, what's on television, what's on social media, all of it. I mean, you can filter out, you know, what's on social media now to positive. There's a ton of great positive oh, yeah. content. I, I follow some really great people on social media. Um, but they're all very, very positive and they add joy to my world because life is way too short for, for you know, me to purposefully ingest negative content so wow so. <laughs> so i do believe that yoga can improve confidence um so i do believe in that i also believe that it can help you with your posture and it can help oh. you like stand taller you know so that's one of the uh, things that i believe in i know and I, I agree with you completely and again going back to dropping the weight right people think oh i'm gonna lose weight if i do yoga um you're not, you'll never lose any kind of weight again if you don't drop that weight in your mind. By dropping that negative weight in your mind, that's where the confidence comes from. Mm -hmm. and, and the physical weight starts to drop off because you don't have those negative limiting beliefs anymore. And yes, yoga strengthens your core, so you are going to stand up a little bit tall. But it's also your mindset. Your mindset has changed. And that's the real reason why you stand tall afterwards. And that's what is so beautiful about yoga and why I, I've been practicing now for 18, yeah, 18 years and teaching for 11. And wow. believe the girl before was an angry, self-destructive, flaky girl. And I have to acknowledge her. I have to acknowledge that side of me because I don't ever want anybody to think that, oh, I'm just naturally like this. No. This mindset, this life that I have has taken work and it takes work every single day. It doesn't just like happen. Like even on my mirror, 
like when I get up in the morning in my mirror, I don't, like I, I, ha I have you on social media to see mm -hmm. like anything that I post in my bathroom, I've got words like RTA and I like, I remind myself like, what are you grateful for every day? Because I won't get out of bed until I think of at least five things I'm grateful for. And it's not hard when I look at my kids, but it's just the simplicity of the fact that one, I have a bed to sleep in. Two, I have sheets to cover my body. Three, I have cool air to circulate through my home, right? Those mm -hmm. those little things that I have a roof over my head, right? I have running water. Mm -hmm. So I might I get out of bed, like I'm already like, I'm already in that positive mindset. And then in my bathroom, I'm like, okay, what are you grateful for today? Like, how do you plan to show up each day? Like, those are questions that I ask myself every single day, just as a little reminder for me to keep my mind in a proactive state instead of a reactive state, because I know what it's like to be in a reactive state. I've been there. And every once in a while, we're human. We have those moments and I'm like, you have to hold yourself accountable. <laughs> you do, yeah. And you have to like point at yourself sometimes and say, you know, it's me, it's me. I'm the one that's, you know, failing at this diet or I'm the one that's failing at, you know, doing myself justice, you know, and giving myself the very best. You're right. So this next part is a really fun part. It's a speed round of fun questions. Are you ready? I'm down. I'm game. Dun, dun, dun. My own little music there. Uh, what is your favorite day of the week? Every day because I get to be alive and breathe in it. So I can't say there's a particular day because every day I get to be alive for me is a gift. That is a good answer. Uh, music or no music during yoga? Rock music. I love rock music. And in my personal practice, I love to put some rock music on. And it's kind of like a dance, man. And wow. It's so good. I love it. I just feel at one with the music and the movement. And it's, it's pretty awesome. Rock and roll yoga. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, a place that you most want to travel to? always wanted to go to Paris. I still have never been. Maybe for my 40th birthday. Oh, that'd be a great one. Um, have you ever worn socks with sandals? As a child. And I will never do that to my own children. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I, I do wear socks with sandals. Uh, my thing is, and I've told people before, um, it's like winter becoming summer and not wanting to give up on winter, but at the same time still acclimating with summer, but not wanting to give up into summer so soon either. So it's finding like that mid ground. That's the reason why I, <laughs> I just like, I'm like, oh, well maybe yogis that are out there understand me. And they're like, you know what? Socks work, socks don't work. I don't know. I'm yogis sure have shoes too. But I like, when I was a kid, I was not a fan of being barefoot. I really wasn't. Then when I started practicing yoga, I love yoga. I like to feel the wind against my feet, even if it's cold. Because uh -huh. we're in South Texas, so I mean, we don't have very many cold days. No. As, and I just, I like to feel the, the breeze against my feet. I like to feel the grass tickle underneath my toes. If I'm at the beach, I love the feel of the sand in between my feet, underneath the soles of my feet. I like, I like connecting to the earth. I like connecting to nature. What is your thought on hot yoga? That's something that I just learned about 
like probably like a month ago. I didn't even know it existed. Um, I don't know whether it's like a fad or it's something that's actually happening like in real life, <laughs> but I know that it does exist. So my first yoga certification, my 500 hour with Sun Sun Yoga was a Hatha certification and it was hot yoga that I taught. It uh, was about 98.6 to about 100 degrees in the room with about a 35% humidity. Um, there's also, it's also known I think as Bikram yoga. That was something else that I practiced in Dallas. It was 104 degrees in there with also about a, about a 35, 36% humidity. And you walk out looking like you just walked out of a shower. And hot yoga in those instances, it's so good for you because one, it's excellent for your joints and two, it's great for detoxification. So hot yoga has actually been around for a really long time. Um, it, you just, you have to have the right atmosphere for and the right for, you know, in order to teach it. But it's great. I mean, just the heat alone is so good for you. You sweat out so many toxins. It's, it's awesome. I love it. Wow, I should really consider it. Um, I'd probably like slip on the floor or something, but I'd still try it out. They make mats now. Like they're very like I have like a specific brand of mat that I that I like. Um, it's called Manduka, and I love their mats because they have an excellent grip. Excellent. Oh, grip. that's good. I'll have a couple links for for their mats that are like super awesome that like are pretty good for non slipping. I'm gonna probably need that. All over and you won't slip. Yeah. If you could be a color, what color would you be and why? Blue, like the ocean, because I love the ocean. I love everything about the ocean, the way it moves, the way it feels, all of it, all of it. It's fluid, It's it just, it never stops. And that's kind of like life. I know you too, uh, Bono has this song, and it's like every breaking wave tells the next one there'll be one more exactly and it's like so beautiful it's like a small little lyric and it's like every breaking wave will tell the next one there'll be one more as so i'm like oh my gosh it's like so simple but true <laughs> like every breath yeah there you go if you could push a button and make everyone in the world 10 percent more peaceful but it would also ban silence would you push it Absolutely. And do you know why? Why? My favorite quotes, and it, this, is, this is what it states. It says, peace does not mean to be in a place where there is no noise, trouble, or hard work. It means to be in the midst of all those things and still be calm in your heart. And I actually think that if more people spoke, there would actually be more peace. I people think so. Were, yeah. So that's why I pressed that button. I and over and over and over again. <laughs> right, over and over, and over again. I, I I really do think that there's a lot of truth in that. I think that especially in this moment, you know, politically and just you know socially, there's a lot of crazy stuff happening in the news whichever news outlet that you get your news from is just it's really dramatic and it's overwhelming at times and it's trying to find the peace for your own mind and sanity and i i do believe that yoga is one of those i, I wouldn't call it a workout you know because it, it is a workout 
but it's more of like um like a healing mechanism for many people you know i know it was for me at a time when i needed it and when i do my workouts in the gym i do resort to some poses that i know are very yogi in nature <laughs> and i you know take my moment to just reclaim what i can control which is my breathing and my mind and my own self that's beautiful that's awesome <laughs> i had such a blast i'm um, talking to you today i had a blast talking to you too thank you so you're much you're gonna have to like come back and join me again for a future session i would be honored thank you thank you, thank so, you so much, much. ah oh, jinx <laughs> or namaste <laughs> i should say Namaste. Namaste. Well, until next time, I'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.